This is CliffCentral.com. A warm welcome to Leadership Transformation Platform, multiplying authentic leaders, moving society. Of course, it becomes a podcast, so it's great to be with you. I'm Adrian Grunewald, the old man, Louis Grunewald, at a client. He's not with us today. Uh, for all things leadership, go to leadershipplatform.com. One word, two Ps in the middle. Our leadership master lesson today, our usual Professor Theo Feltzman. And uh, I see he's everywhere, man. He's, I don't know, at all kinds of conferences and overseas and co-authoring books. I think he's got a lot of time on his hands since he left full-time employment at UJ. Hey, Theo. Thank you very much. Good afternoon also to the listeners. Yes, uh, grateful that I could be so busy. Uh, keeps the, the the energy flowing. Yeah, it does. Okay, it also lifts the stress levels. Theo, today, leadership and storytelling. It's a bit of a buzzword, if I can call it that. It's certainly a, a principle that's been around for a while. I've never looked at it in great detail, but yet I hear so much about the need for and the power of storytelling in leadership, maybe in life. And, of course, when you say storytelling, people have all sorts of perceptions jump up and, and, and views and what could it mean, what does it mean. So we're going to have a bit of a master lesson around that. As a leader, uh, maybe you need to start developing that storytelling capability. But let's just kick off with why this topic, Theo. Why do you think it's, it's important for a bit of a backdrop? Uh, Adrian, I think it's inherent to us. To tell stories, uh, it infuses our very being. If you listen to the conversations, whether it's um, uh, socially or at work, storytelling makes a very important part of that. I mean, we believe that we're disappearing into social media. Uh, we are uh, in, in emails, but in the end, we're still touching the flesh and individuals and telling stories. So, and uh, the arguments that says that uh, organisations essentially by dialogical networks, they they held together by the stories being told in the organisation, um, and and that's the way also through stories that leaders exercise their persuasion. I mean, what is what is leadership? It's about persuasive influence. So stories is like persuasive influence in 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 uh, in action, and it gives sense uh, gives sense and it makes meaning. And that's why it's important because it also serves as a bridge between the leader and the context. And in that sense, the leader helps uh, his, his or her followers to understand the context. Theo, one, one guy tells a story around a bra and everyone listens and laughs. And next guy tries to tell a story and no one listens and no one laughs. Um, so, in, you know, can leaders learn to tell stories or is it a, a natural gift or talent? I think there are people that start out a little bit ahead of others in terms of being able to tell stories, but I think it's an art that uh, it's not a, a sole art. It's something that can be learned, especially if you understand uh, some of the key principles or uh, um, uh, around telling good stories. I think it's an art that's all to be learned. I mean, the one will tell it more formally, the other one more humorously, the other one will be more verbal and have more kind of vocabulary at his or her disposal. Mm. But I think if you understand what the essence of the story is, what you want to achieve with the story, and you know the principles of a good story, you should be a good storyteller. Okay, before you tell us what is a story, uh, if, if a leader was able to develop this talent and ability uh, to perfection or at least become very good at it, 
what would it what would it do for his or her um, position, leadership position, shall we say? In the sense of what a story is, or no, just, uh, just what before, a leader needs to know about story. No, before we look at what is a story, if I'm able to become a good storyteller, what would it do for my leadership? What would it do for my people? What would it do for my organisation potentially? Just just a general thought, so that people are more motivated to sit up straight and say, "Okay, let me listen to this master lesson." Yeah, I, I think it a, a story creates a a common space because you are sharing something. A story motivates, energizes. A story unpacks meaning and makes sense. A story is also a very good way of conveying the organizational memory. So I, I think a, a story is about involving people in a common space. It's not like typical, you know, debates. We have opposing parties, and they the one tries to 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 get ahead on the other one or shoot down the party. It is a safe space in which you can share meaning with one another for a particular purpose. And it motivates, energizes, and gives sense, uh, makes sense and give meaning to situations. Okay. So what is a story? We might all have different perceptions of what a story is. Well, a story is, is a form of conversation. You are trying to convey uh, and, and, and make sure that people, a certain reality you're dealing with, in your story or facts of events, uh, you want to share it in a, uh, um, in a simple, interesting, simulating way in order that you arrive at shared meaning uh, and a, a shared purpose. Uh, a shared understanding of the reality you, you deal with. So in the end, the story is a dialogue. And a dialogue means, if you look at the original uh, meaning of the term, from the Greek means you are putting through, meaning is flowing through. You are reaching out to other parties in order to, to establish that meaning, that uh, shared sense uh, and meaning and purpose. Yeah, I, I like this Dialogue in Greek, dia and logos. Uh, I love that actually. Uh, in, in contrast to the word debate, we say let's have a debate about leadership as opposed to a dialogue or let's have mm. a discussion as opposed to a dialogue. And as you say, dia and logos, jointly two words suggest dialogue to be meaning, meaning flowing through, meaning flowing through. That's what it means. So we have a yep. meaningful conversation where we flow through different ideas to one another back and forth. I mean, I, I love uh, – that was quite an eye-opener for me. I love the word – I'll use the word dialogue more. Yeah. And, I mean, Adrian, you're yourself involved in organizations, and you set up and guide and facilitate these conversations. And that is storytelling uh, because mm. it is about let's share our understanding of a situation. And sometimes it could be tough, a tough story as well. It's not only – you know, we sometimes have a, a view of a story. It's only about the good, easy things. You can have tough storytelling as well, eh? Um, to 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 make a particular reality re, uh, um, face, uh, let people face up to a particular reality. So there's tough storytelling as well. If the company's got not going well, the story you will tell about it. Now this is, and I'm currently dealing with a company that's not doing well. This is what the situation is. But let's understand and tell a story. What's happened in the past, such that we have now this particular situation of, of bleeding in the future, uh, in the present rather, and what do we have to do to turn it around in the present, uh, in, the, in the future, and where will that take us to? All right. What do leaders need to know about storytelling, Theo? 
couple of things there, and then yeah, yeah. I think the, the the leader needs to know uh, what kind of uh, the purpose of storytelling because there are different uh, purposes. So you must uh, have a fit for purpose uh, um, mm. story that you tell. The makeup of a good, a well structured story, the type of stories that can be told. Uh, when will the leader know that uh, he the, what the good qualities of a good story are, the critical success factors, and the leader must also understand and be clear on what benefit or value adds does he or she want to get out of of, of well told stories? Because right. you must know mm. what to expect in terms of when you're going to embark on this route of storytelling. And by the way, it comes naturally. And uh, I mean, a story could be five lines. It could be two minutes. It could be five minutes. And some people like to tell half an hour story, so to speak. Are we telling a story today about storytelling? You exactly spot on. We're telling <laughs> a story about storytelling. Okay. And it should be a conversation. <laughs> okay. So everyone, thank you for joining us. That's our Leadership Master lesson for today. Now, let's move on. Core purpose of storytelling. Theo, there's a, obviously a core purpose. Let's start with that. You must... In the first place, what you try and do with uh, a leader must try and do with their storytelling. They must uh, try and reach an aim to reach the total person. In other words, body, mind, heart, and soul of of their their followers, their stakeholders, uh, um, the the story that they tell. Uh, the first one is that uh, if we talk about the core purpose, it's about uh, you tell a story to convey who you are as a person where you come from, where you fit in, where you belong, what drives you, what aspires you. So it's about you and your identity. The second one… Or, or sorry, Theo, a, or the identity of your business or whatever you're telling the story the about. Or the identity of your business. So, okay. uh, or the identity of the followers as well. Mm. So it's this whole notion of who and what we are, where we come from, what we st stand for, where we fit in. The second one, it's, it's about conveying values, norms, beliefs and rules. And you can illustrate it, you know. In this situation, this happened, and we had to make this choice between this thing and that thing, and this was the right and important thing uh, to do. The story can be used to, to illustrate that. A, a story could be used to convey the, the memory and the history of the organization, which is very important. It can be about the founding fathers of the organization, what they stood for, what they aspired, what were their dreams, what were... Uh, was the legacy they wanted to uh, bring about through the organization. And you get it very often in owner, you know, family-owned uh, organizations where they are able to tell the stories about the, 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 the founders. But mm -hmm. you also get it in organizations like Disney uh, that will still refer to Disney who founded it mm -hmm. and what he, his dreams were. It could help, and, and this is a very important uh, role, uh, purpose of, of stories in a VUCA world, the world of volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguity, is that it, it can reduce uncertainty. Uh, it can reduce ambiguity because you're bringing about deeper understanding. Uh, for example, if people are not sure about the strategy of the organization, where it's going, you can tell a story about it and what it will bring about if we achieve these five or six uh, um, uh, strategic initiatives. Um, it can story can uh, another purpose is to explain what's currently happening, uh, the dynamics in the markets, and how competitors are responding to you, and how you can counter respond. Um, 
you see, because it's mm. woven together, Adrian, mm. the story, and it's it's not like a financial, the, the monthly financial statement. Uh, you are putting the stuff together in such a way that it makes sense. Mm. Um, it, it also is very important as a story in conveying your culture. Uh, I think, and also through a story, you can buy uh, people also to uh, the legacy of the, what you want to leave behind, what, how the world is going to look different uh, compared to what it looks like currently. Okay, so so I think we, we need to start getting to almost building this understanding of a story. In my mind, I'm still sitting here thinking, all right, what stories am I telling without knowing that I'm doing it? Or what stories can I tell better about my business, about me, about where I come from, why I'm here, where I'm going? And um, so, so sh- would it be good to start with the architecture of a well-structured story? Yeah, it's, uh, uh, to map the space. I mean, in the first place, your story must have a clear focus. And, and stories can have different fo- uh, foci, I mean different stories. But the, what's the focus? Is it about me as a leader, who I am, uh, how I see leadership, what drives me? It could be about my followers, uh, uh, what is good about followership in the organization, um, what is um, what is the organization, you refer to it already, the history of the organization. So have a clear focus to your story. Not, don't be all over the show. Mm. Also, a, a good story has got a, 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 a complete timeline. It deals with the past, what's gone before. It deals with the present, what's happening right now. And it deals with the future, what is expected and will happen. And, and thirdly, a story's got distinct phases. It's a little bit like a movie also or reading a, a book. There's a, a, a beginning that sets the scene why do you want to tell the story? To what end? And who are the players going to be the or the players or the characters in the story and the location, time and place? So that's the beginning. You're setting the scene. Then the middle is where the story unfolds with the context, the actors, the actions. And the ending is kind of where everything comes together. There's a culmination. There's a climax um, that results from all of the all of the foresaid. And then the last part of the structure, we said focus, we said have a complete timeline, we said have a distinct stages, is that there are critical ingredients to the story. I don't know whether you want to stop here and just maybe uh, reflect on what I've said, Adrian. Yeah, that's a lot. There's a quite a few focus areas. You did mention that, as you say. Uh, it's like giving a talk. If you're giving a speech, then you, then you have a, a sort of a beginning where you set it up. It could be a joke. It could yeah. be whatever. You go through the, the meat of it. You come to the end, a, a good punchline at the end, and you pull it back to the beginning uh, just to yeah, show yeah. that we, we got to what we started with. But, but as I say, some people are more talented. They'll bring, bring metaphors in that relates yeah. to the audience. You know, some, that's what the gifted person would do. They bring emotion in. They bring the mind in. They bring the body in. They bring illustrations in. You know, there's a lot you can do to 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 connect with the, the mind, the heart, and the body and the spirit of the of, of the audience when you tell your story. And, and you see, because it's open ended, it's not like a road show. It's not like a PowerPoint show, uh, or it's not like a talk. Uh, it is a flow and give and take. In that, and, and you must allow that in the story as well. You must also test understanding as you tell your story. The beginning, you know, guys, have you seen that these are the players and you understand their motives? And then you go into the middle and you give the un- 
the unfolding story as things are happening and, uh, and you tie it together and you test for understanding and people can ask questions. There's a full participation because it is a dialogue. Um, mm. And your, your point about the metaphors are very important. Let's say you're currently structured uh, in a certain way. You are structured like a, a command and control type organization, you know, uh, um, captain on bridge, huge oil tanker. That, that's what you're saying. This is currently mm-hmm. how we work, people. I issue all instructions. You all refer to me, and I must be all-knowing. But I think we have to change uh, to operate differently to a fleet of ships. We all understand the battle plan and where we want to get to, but you're a captain on your own ship, and you must contribute from your competence area on your ship. Just make sure it is seaworthy and can do the job so that we can achieve the following destination or win the following war. So metaphors can play a very important mm. role in giving spice to your stories. Absolutely. You speak of the seven W's uh, in terms of critical yeah. ingredients. I mean, that's kind of obvious, but let's go through it. It's the who. It's We're now talking about the a well-structured story. It's about the who, who the participants, their roles, their motives. You must also unpack the why's. What are things that brought the events along and brought the actors together? You must make very clear the location of the events action. Is it in the organization? Is it outside of the organization? Is it uh, something, uh, the when, when did this happen, the story, the what? That's the content of the story and and how the story unfolded, the how and the where to. What the ending, the lessons learned, the moral of the story, but also the what hereafter. Okay, so that's kind of um, the who, what, why, all the W's. Mm. All right. Um, then, Theo, uh, you've got the types of stories. We've touched on it here and there, but let's just nail that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, in my mind, I've also got what, when do I tell stories, but let's get there later. So the types of stories yeah. that can be told? Yeah, you've got the purpose of the stories, what you want to achieve with it. Now, there are different types of stories. Uh, and so you must think very uh, carefully before you're telling the story, that you pick the right story for the right reason at the right time for the right audience. Um, so that you're going to have an impact, so that it will be a true dialogue through which people can can engage. The one is, let's say you take over as the new CEO of the organization or the new uh, functional head uh, of an of, um, area of the organization. You can use a story to tell and inform people about who you are. And it's not a CV, Adrian. It's mm-hmm. not your CV. And I studied here and I've been here and there. It's especially if you take up a leadership mm-hmm. position. It's important that people understand your story as a leader, who you are, what drives you, what aspires you, that people can engage with you, body, mind, soul, and heart as a leader. That's the first thing. The second important thing uh, where stories can work very well, um, the type of story you tell, is we arrive at these cold uh, strategic documents with five or six initiatives, with a vision, with a mission, with values. You can wove that into a story about we this kind of organization, with this type of vision. If we want to realize this vision, here are the things that we have to do. Imagine, and I've seen one or two leaders in the past uh, that has done that. 
And you know, after so many years where I've seen them done it, I still remember the story. Mm. They would tell where the organization is currently, not with PowerPoint slides. It's a conversation. This is where we are. People, this is what's happening in our context. This is how we have to respond if we want to remain ahead of our game. And this is our vision we've got and how we're going to achieve it. And, you know, at the end of the story, in particular one, I think, now what Gray McKay told when South African breweries were still the beer division of SA breweries. They were still only in South Africa. And I'm telling it was probably in the 90s. Uh, uh, 1990s somewhere, we told the story what breweries were going to do to become a world-class mm. uh, brewery. I can still tell you that story to this day and how it's 20 years later. I can't give you the, the figures, but I can tell you the logic of the story. So the second one is the desired mm. future. Mm. It is also a lot a story can be told to demonstrate value decisions, uh, you know, ethical positions. That in this situation, what would you have done? I went to a, another African country. They didn't want to allow me because they claimed that my yellow fever uh, certificate has lapsed. Now, the indication is very clearly, do I pay a bribe here to get in? I have very important meetings in the country. Or do, do I turn back? So you can illustrate your value positions. Mm. Um, it could also to, to mobilize a team around a common pursuit and get people into action. A story could be also be, uh, the, uh, the, the, the type of story can be told about, we're facing this challenge, here could be the solutions, with the pros and cons, what are your views on what we have to do, where we want to get to. It could be stories about achievements. And, and, and uh, imagine that you, you still need a, a annual reports. Hey, that's yeah. a legal requirement. Yeah. But imagine the CEO at the year-end function or wherever is appropriate, turns that annual report into a story about the achievements of the past year relative to what they set out to do. I, I tell you, much more powerful. Mm. Of course, stories are also there to counter the grapevine. You know, there's a, there's a, a rumor about a restructuring, a rumor of a possible takeover. It could be used to, to, to counter the grapevine. And lessons learned as well. All right. There's some of the types mm. of stories you can tell. So I think the point here, Adrian, is if you want to tell stories as a leader, be clear what the purpose of the story is. And given that purpose, what type of story you must tell and then structure it accordingly. Right. Three minutes. What makes a great story? And then uh, then just, just uh, we can wrap up with, uh, I don't know, do we know some good storytellers around us? Maybe we can look at one or two examples. But what makes a great story? Just a brief overview. It's memorable. I can tell, still tell um, Gray McKay's story after 20 years. It's easy to understand. It is, demonstrates a respect and dignity for people. Uh, it allows for diversity. Um, again, the point of this third time now, it appeals to the total person, body, mind, soul, mm. and spirit. It's well-structured, and it balances the serious and the humorous, and it's coherent. And it's lifelike. With good metaphors and analogies. Mm. And then you've got with critical success factors. Uh, does it just fit in with those qualities you shared? Genuine dialogue. It must be genuine dialogue in a shared safe space and not turn into a divisive uh, debate. It, it, it must also build on the diversity total and appeal to that 
the diversity in the group. Uh, if it's mixed gender, mixed uh, uh, ethnic persons, you must be able to touch on both. You remember in a proper conversation, dialogue, everybody's equal. It's not the CEO imposing his story on the audience. You are fully participant in a story. And that the word of Indaba, Lakhotla, in a sense, also reflects that spirit. But usually some these days, the CEO takes charge of that. It, it gives shed, sense, meaning and purpose. And it, um, it must not, uh, there must not be a sense that there's a hidden agenda in telling the story. Yeah. So, so I mean, uh, what's the most appropriate time? Maybe we've touched on this, but I, do I actually use the word story? I want to tell you the story of this business. Or I want to tell you the story of my life. I think sometimes if you use the words, I want to tell you a story, people might just go, oh, my goodness. Here goes a long blah, 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 blah in the background, and I tune out, and I flick, flick on my, my social media on my phone. So, so mm. I guess you don't say I'm going to tell you a story now. You just you just go into it, but but when is the most appropriate time in a day to day setup as a leader to tell a story? Uh, you know, the, the word story can throw us off in terms of what it is. Mm. Who are good storytellers? Uh, I mean, is is was Mandela a great storyteller? Musi Maimani, uh, Julius Malema. Are, they, are any of them or any corporate leaders, are they good storytellers that you can you can give us examples of? Oh, that's a tough one to to uh, to, to, to answer. I think uh, storytelling is not, given some of the people you've mentioned, it's not a political slogan that you hammer out there in a kind of a single statement. Remember the structure, a well-structured story, the focus is clear, there's a beginning and a middle and an end, there's past, present and future. Um, I think all your, your great political leaders, I mean, if you think of Winston Churchill, how he inspired the people through, we'll fight them on the beaches, we'll fight them in the streets. He was telling a story about a crisis situation. If asked when is a good time to tell a story, it's a judgment call. I think it's when you find that people are mulling around, they're not sure of who and what they are, they're not sure where you're going, there's an information gap, but it's really a, a judgment call. Uh, and then you must be able, and I think also the story mustn't come across as well prepared, you know, you have rehearsed it. It must come from your heart as well as a leader uh, with sincerity and authenticity. Okay, so let me just use an example. You, you, you're sitting with a team of a branch or a mine or a different division and as a CEO or an executive you, you're getting feedback from them you're doing a review of their performance <clears throat> and they're maybe in a in a bad space now or in a good space you take the moment to say let me just share with you guys where we come from with this division it used mm. to be like this okay and people were confused and we were just falling off the cliff here and let me tell you why and you and you go into the past and then you go into how this team moved forward to another phase and then you explain a little bit more about where the team is today and then maybe your story goes further to say let me let me tell you what i'm dreaming and what we're dreaming for this team is that this team will be the best blah 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 so you sort of go into the past you go into the current and then you throw in metaphors examples um I know one leader who's brilliant at, at, at bringing in sporting metaphors, for example. But then you end off with, with a future sort of statement in a way. Does that, is that sort of where I might bring it in, a story? What I also want to say, sorry, Theo, then you can comment last and we can end off, 
is typically if you look at uh, Discovery. There's a great story of how Adrian Gore, and it's often told, went to the founders of the first round group and how he uh, he positioned for this brilliant idea without a serious business plan. They didn't even look at that. They looked at the, the vision of it. So there's a story of the beginning of Discovery. Today, they, they, they got a banking license. So th- there's a huge, beautiful story that should be told in every induction program of every employee who joins that business. Uh, you know, those are examples of how you tell a story to inspire people. Well, I think you've mentioned induction, or nowadays the 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 focus is it's also called onboarding and people immersing people because that's the point at which they bond with the organization. I would really propose to organizations that the CEOs, every time they have an onboarding uh, program going, stands up there as the first item on that program tells the story of the organization, mm. where we've come from the past, where are we now, where we want to go, how do we actually live our values and what's important about that, where do you fit in, where, how do we see leadership in the organization, and not a presentation about here's the latest financial statements. Tell it from your heart about it is. And there's another interesting one. I don't know how we're doing for time, where you, given your illustration, Adrian, you can start with the present and say we're currently underperforming. We, our market share is, 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 uh, is shrinking. Then you can work from the present into the past to, you know, kind of a root cause analysis. You work back, why is this, why is this, why did it all start? And then you come forward again and you tell about, given now what we've learned about the past, why we've arrived at this point, how do okay. we take it further into the future? All right, Professor Theo Felsman, thank you. Storytelling, I uh, hope we gave people some theory and some practical examples and inspired you to be a better storyteller. I think we can talk about this again, but thank you so much. Let's keep telling our stories, our business stories, our country's story. We've got a brilliant story for this country, ups and downs, coming with a miraculous past and hopefully a miraculous future. So storytelling must become part of our our way of aligning our people, our way of inspiring our people. Theo Falsman, thank you for taking us through that lesson. Thank you very much for having me. All you authentic leaders out there or authentic leaders in the making, thank you for joining us. Join us every Monday, 12 to 1, for our Leadership Masterclass on Cliff Central. This is cliffcentral.com.